Welcome to another edition of the Brian Turner Basketball Podcast. Before we get going, can you please like and subscribe to the channel? My goal is to grow this channel within the next year as much as possible. Full of basketball content, full of health content, full of life content. So do yourself a favor and make sure you click the like button, the subscribe button, and the bell for all notifications. Also, this video is being brought to you by and powered by SeatGeek. SeatGeek.com is an online ticketing app. So any music concert, any comedy concert, any sporting event, baseball, football, basketball, go over to the app, use promo code Coach Turner to get $20 off your first purchase at checkout. Appreciate your time. I'm glad you was able to find this channel. I hope you like this video. For the most part, you know, when I when I do these interviews, I'm always talking to like like legends or like people that I feel like um, I'm in the process of, of giving my flowers to. You know, we were to talk conversation a lot about um, people paying homage to folks. You know, yeah, and it, it can come in a lot of different ways. So people can pay homage to, you know, past greats, somebody that's like they idol that they they looked up to. And then, like yeah. with this generation, you know, when when I introduce you, this generation has like what we call like a microwave type mentality, where you know, reels, TikToks, stories, all of those. Yeah. Things. So it's like you know, you may not know or be familiar with some of the historical people. You know, that's the came before you. Now, you know, I'm pretty sure your parents probably school you and kind of, you know, put you up on game on a lot of different things like that. But this whole platform is for giving people their flowers. Now, this is the first time that, you know, I've reached out to, you know, different individuals and like your name kept coming up. It's like for someone that I needed to interview. And I and I look at like your accolades. You know, I, I see some of the things that you're doing, but I feel like you have a, a compelling story that, you know, you can kind of share with the youth and also you can kind of share with, with the with the older generation. Because a lot of times people always think of like the next generation of, of, of being like entitled. They want everything right now, but you you pretty much kind of have like an old soul. And for those yeah. listeners, we, we have a. Uh, uh, Rajan Williams and Rajan Williams is 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 up and coming. And for those who don't really know his story right now, I want him to be able to tell this story because this is going to be a household name. And I'm I'm predicting this within like the next 10 years uh, of a young man that's 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 doing the groundwork right now. And uh, and I'm pretty sure he's laying the foundation to to flourish later on in life. So we just going to jump right into it, man. Rajan, how you doing, man? You, you all right? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Okay, so first podcast uh, ever I've been on. So, all right, so so this is this is good because again, I'm learning from you, and you learning from me because, you know, I, I'm 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 even though I'm 41 years old, I like to attach myself to like the next generation and like the next wave of what's coming up. And so when I look at someone like yourself, I looked at your stats. I got a chance to uh to follow you around or follow some of the the, the things that you've been doing on the baseball scene. Now, for the most part, this is a basketball podcast, but you have some, some rich tradition as far as um, um, coming about and like your upbringing, you know, you were born in Carbondale, Illinois. 
and I'm pretty sure this was a long time ago. So uh, let's let's just kind of just just pick back a piggy up uh, and talk about like like just growing up. You you you're from Chicago. You're living in Chicago. You're from Southern Illinois. What is it like, yeah. a thirteen year old living in Chicago right now? I mean, it's a blessing, bro. Like you see what's happening in Chicago over the years. I'm glad to be here. Okay, so all right, so what? Now, now tell everybody, all the listeners, like, what, what grade are you in? I'm in eighth grade right now. Um, I'm the youngest in my class. It, it it doesn't really phase me though, but I'm still the youngest in my class in eighth grade. All right, so. You're on the verge of, of doing something that that's like, you know, you're about to get ready to transition to high school real soon. Now, uh, I got I got stats here and I'm going to share with the listeners because, you know, you've been pretty much like, you know, uh, as far as up and coming. Like, and, you know, I'm going to say a prodigy because when I look at all of the, you know, the Facebook posts and, and I see stuff on Instagram and Twitter and different things like that. I'm just surprised that, you know, coming from Chicago, Chicago has always been, in my eyes, a basketball town. So growing up, what, what was one of the things that made you say, all right, I'm not going to lean towards what a lot of my peers are doing as far as playing basketball. I'm going to transition and do some baseball things. How did that come about? I really started to like the game. I started to like a lot of baseball players. I saw a lot of baseball players, like, you no, know, Barry Bonds and all of them. So, and then I started playing baseball when I was five, and it just grew on me. I started to play a lot of baseball. Okay, so what was like your early recollection of of, of baseball? Was it like t-ball, bitty ball? Was it playing catch? Like, like how did it come about? I started to play like a little bit of catch, and then I moved to t-ball, and then I grew up. I started to do like just like in-house type things and then i moved up to travel ball which i am now okay so man starting at age five right starting at age five and so it was just kind of like what once a week twice a week like what what was the schedule like with like the t-ball schedule at, at, at that age do you remember i really i really don't remember t-ball because it was very long ago but i just remember like being on the field and enjoying the play game hmm. Right. No, no, that, that, that's 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 pretty interesting. So, again, we're here with uh, um, Rajan Williams and he's on the verge of going to the eighth grade in Chicago. He's living in Chicago. And I'm going to just I'm, I'm going to throw some stats out there. And I want you just to be able to kind of t- tell the listeners a little bit about some of the things that uh, when, when I when I when I when I say him. Give me some experiences for those that are listening as far as like what what was those like. So again, you've been playing travel ball since seven years old. And so was that just locally around like the area as far as like the Chicago area? What were some of the places that you traveled um when you were when you were young as far as seven? When I was young, I started I traveled like all across the states, like Kentucky, New Orleans, California, all those states and all around the world basically. Mm-hmm. Wow. What were some of your favorite places to go? Well, right now, my least, I mean, my favorite tournament was in Cooperstown, New York. It was like, I was basically playing up in the tournament, and I did pretty well. I was hung around the guys I knew, and I felt come there. Plus, it was the biggest tournament I've been in my life. And plus, I, plus I won, so I got the ring, too, to prove it. Oh, man, that's, that's dope. So, 
when you, when you plan in these tournaments, so get, give give the listeners like an idea because again, I'm coming from the basketball world. So when I think of tournaments, I'm thinking like you may arrive on like a Friday, maybe play a game that Friday night when you get in town, maybe play a couple games Saturday, and then Sunday is like tournament championship style games. Well, what is a baseball tournament like for for those listeners who may not be familiar with how baseball tournaments are, are, are kind of scheduled? Baseball tournaments like so Friday, like you, you you get that practice in to get to feel ready for Saturday. Saturday is like your two games to get to the championship. So if you win those two games Saturday, you guarantee to go to the championship on Sunday. And Sunday is like the big game where everybody sees and you have to basically fight for that championship trophy or that ring. Man, that's that's dope. Now and you you have a unique story because. You know, again, we we talk about like basketball being like you know I, I'm gonna say basketball is a finesse sport as a as as um, as a difference than than football, but with baseball, but baseball is more like how can I put it? You have it's it's finesse, it's power, it's tons of skill, but you have a a, a special skill set because you are a catcher. So for the listeners out there and being a catcher, you you pretty much like the point guard, like the quarterback of the team. I think pitchers get a lot of like pizzazz and a lot of the big names, but it's always that catcher that's that that special one. So first of all, yeah. tell how did you become a catcher, and then I want you to go into details and tell folks just the the IQ or how the IQ of a catcher how it works as pertaining to the game of baseball. I started catching when I was, like, pretty young age. I'd say about, like, maybe eight or nine. And the coach saw me. He was like, go be a good catcher. You can be smart and all that. So you could be a good catcher. And catching's not easy either. You got to you basically a captain of the field and coach in the field when the coach are around. You see whole field. You see every single position. You got to call the plays out. You were every single play. Your knees could get hurt, like anything could happen. And plus, you got to talk to the pitcher when he's not like being himself, like when he's just throwing balls and not being himself. Wow, wow. So, again, so you basically, like you said, you're the coach out there on the field, you're the manager out there on the field. You you basically you, you see the whole field because you are having a vantage point to where you can see the pitcher, you can see the first baseman. Second base, you all see all the way out in the outfield. So, uh, kind of talk about the strategies, um, and you kind of touched on it just a little bit. But talk about the strategies of baseball and how that translates um, to just as far as playing winning baseball. Say that again one more time. I'm sorry. So, so you playing winning baseball? So you know you you see guys as far as um, and and I just got hip to just the strategies of baseball to where. You may have, you know, someone on first base and you know that it may be, you know, one or two outs and that person is going to steal. Take us through the mindset of just like a, a catcher and as far as the strategies to win and some of the things that you might have to look out for and kind of help coach the team along in pressure situations like when people are on base. Does that make sense? So it's like, yeah, that makes sense. So it's like one out and it's a runner on first, you know. I give the pitcher like a sign, like, do this. I mean, to take off the first. You got to take off the first. If the runner is fast, he's probably going to steal. So if you just take off and you get him, that's at least two off. Now, if they 
literally the whole game, probably. And, and like, a championship game, it's just, like, too often you need to get that out. If it's, like, this is loaded, you hit it to the corners, you got to get to me so I can catch the ball so I can fumble the game. I can't do that. So I got to just stay on top of my game. And I got to be smart. Wow. Wow. That's, that's, that's interesting. Just to hear the, the whole mindset and the IQ of a, of a 13 year old. I mean, are you even 13 yet? That's what I meant to ask you. So are you 13 yet? Or you yeah, 12? yeah, I'm 13. I just turned 13 about like a week ago. Oh man. Happy belated birthday because I'm sitting up here just like, you know, even just, even just talking to you and just having this IQ of just someone again, like we talked about this, someone with just like an old soul, and even just picking up the pastime of baseball, because we don't see too many African-Americans in baseball. Did that have an effect on even you decided to even go into baseball or kind of looking at it as just like, I see all of my friends that may be African-American who, you know, may decide to play football, play basketball, but it may be a lane over here on this baseball, in this baseball lane that I want to try to tackle. Did that ever come to your mind as far as this is why I want to do this? I really just wanted to play baseball because I love doing that. I love to be running and I love to play the all different positions and of course catching my favorite position. So I like to do like I like I like to be active. I do football too, but like does that make me active when it's my baseball season? I do football and stay active. I wanna be laying around not doing nothing all summer or all fall. Mhm. Yeah, no, that's good. It's, and it's good to just stay active because again, you may not know what's your like best sport? Like you may have the attributes of, you know, doing one thing, but, and, and you may have the passion of doing something, but, you know, depending on how, you know, how you grow up, it may lead you into another direction. But I think this is just good that, you know, you have the IQ for it. that's, that's one thing that I'm just is in such a maze of, because again, you, you don't really see guys. And then, like I said, baseball is a thinking type game. It's like a chess type game on the field and it's always something strategically that has to go on to where you may not be able to use your whole athleticism. You got to have smarts. You got to have strategy. Yeah. Do you think that that's the thing? Smart. You say you got to be smart. Yeah, I think that's, yeah you got to be smart. You got to be, you can't be selfish. You, you got to be smart. You got to know what's happening. In each play, you got to, basically in catch, you got to like, be involved in every play so you can't mess up. It's like, you gotta be smart. You gotta be. You gotta be like, on top of your game. Every single play. Mhm. So, so for my listeners out there, because uh, you know, I think they they hear this young man. They hear the passion in his voice. They hear the IQ. I want you to tell us, as far as tell us, uh, what are some of your favorite subjects in school, and 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 do those subjects translate to even having an effect on um, your your playing career right now, as far as like diving into different things because when I was younger, I was always big into stats. I was, you know, I always had basketball cards, looking at stats, looking at rebounds, looking at all these different things, seeing what people at that level was doing. And I always strive for that. What are some of the things in school and some of your favorite subjects that you kind of like to hone in on that you may think helps you translate to having a, a great baseball career? I like the subject math. I like to work with like numbers. You gotta be very smart in math because you gotta add the numbers, subtract the numbers, divide, put them into different pieces. 
make them bigger. And that's really, like, hard to do. And anything on baseball, it's, like, it's not really easy. So you got to be good at it. And you got to be – it's going to be good over time for you, but you got to learn how to be smart with it. Mm-hmm. So, all right, so you, you're taking care of business in the classroom. You're doing what you have to do. You're saying math, and that's and that's great that you're talking about math because, I mean, man, if you, if you know how to do numbers and, and you have and you can utilize that math side of your brain, I mean that can that can work wonders on well into life after baseball, whatever you decide to do. So, what, what does a, a, a average week look like for you when it comes to training and the hard work? Because I know you're making A's and B's in school, but then do you have or, or tell us? What is like your time frame to get stuff done in the classroom and then taking care of business outside of the classroom when it comes to training or even maybe catching up on homework? What does a week look like for you? Like a week is like, so now I get like 350. So like I don't really have that much time in the day to do anything, but I make sure I do something. So like on Monday and like after I get out of school, I try to like do like squats or get on the treadmill or do the British class or hit and I pretty much do that almost every single day out of the week. And if I need to catch up on homework after school, I just do the homework and I find levers to do to stay active. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, again, you have to start thinking about, you know, and I, I tell a lot of my kids, begin with the end in mind. If you're able to manage your time, you know, manage your time is like the that's being a professional. Whether if you, if you, you know, if you're 13 right now, and you know how to manage your time, you're now getting in that time frame of doing things as a professional. Because when you think about it, everybody has 24 hours in a day. But what are you doing with those 24 hours? Um, was there anybody in your life that kind of put that in you to make you kind of say, hey, I, I got to manage this? Do you have like a particular coach or someone that you can kind of say, you know, this person right here kind of laid the foundation down for me? to make sure that I'm taking the game serious, taking life serious, because you only get one chance at this. Yeah, so Coach Dennis Bowen, he's the president of my team, also known as Coach D. He, like, makes sure that I'm on top of my work and I'm doing good in baseball. He's always – he's been around me since I was basically played the game. He's teaching me really everything in the cage for I don't know how long I can even count. He's working on everything and plus he. He wants me to be great and do anything I can do in the next level. Mm-hmm. And that's great that 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 coach, you know, Coach Butler, you know, you know, you got coaches that kind of gave you the ball at a young age and say, all right, this is what you have to do. Because a lot of times, you know, you know, we talk about legacy and I talk about it a lot with my teams. And it's basically is just like I tell folks a lot of times that, you know, uh, Doing things that that mean a whole lot, you know, set, setting yourself uh, aside from everybody else, you know, driving to that. You're going to be a part of someone's legacy because people are going to look back and say, you know, oh, that's so-and-so's kid right there. Oh, man, he, he's been in that program or you come from this type of program and you belong and you latch on to that person's legacy. So I know those guys are real proud to be able to see, you know, someone like yourself you know, doing the things now. And even though, like you said, this is your first interview, this won't be your last interview. You know what I'm saying? Because what we're doing right now, establishing what we call a digital footprint. So, you know, and this is worth, man, more than gold because you're going to be able to go back 
in time. Once everybody, when we put this up and everybody get a chance to hear this, this is going to be your digital footprint. So you can go back and, and five years from now, 10 years from now, say, wow, I remember when, you know, I was giving shouts out to this and telling folks, this is what they look like. And now, you know, or during that time, you're gonna be like, wow, you know, I look back on this and it paid off. So oh, that that's that's good to know. So again, yeah, t- it's good tell- to make some memories. It's good to make some memories that to, that you would look back on this thing. Wow, that that was me when I was like thirteen. Yeah. Wow, that was me at ten. I was doing all those things. I could just wow, that's very surprising. Right. Just and just think about it. Think about it. if you if you see like a, a a scrapbook right now from your family or your house and you look back at it, you at awe and that maze of seeing like your baby pictures. You at awe and that maze of seeing like your first steps, your first walks. And this is gonna fit right into that same category. You know, you get a chance to say, Man, I remember I was doing my interviews like this, and you know, the goal should be you standing up in front of that podium you know, draft day or after a, a, a great game, talking to the media, just like you're doing right now, you know, so, so hats off to you. So um, give give everybody uh, a chance to, uh, if, if people want to go follow you, if people want to follow up with you, this is Rajan Williams, man, he's, he's a, a stellar student athlete out of uh, uh, Chicago, Illinois, man, and give us, give everybody your middle school and, and you represent the Tigers over there for my listeners. So what, what, what's your middle school and, and, and have you had plans on like going to visits? Have you, you got like any high school on your mind? So I want you to, I want you to tell everybody all of the good stuff that, uh, that you kind of, you know, that you kind of working on that's, that's kind of under the radar. Yeah, some high schools I had in mind was I really had Simeon in my mind because like Coach he, he's the like the coach of Simeon and and also Coach I forgot to mention Coach Lacey. He also like maybe have a different mindset than everybody else. He always um had me uh made me never give up. He always believed in me. He always put me in tough situations, and that's why I wanted to go to Simeon because I I really know like a lot of coaches and other people that and that's lovely to go to college or to major league baseball. Right. And right. Simeon, excuse me, Simeon has always been known as the the powerhouse basketball school. And so, you know, you, you have your eyes set on making that a baseball powerhouse or kind of tell us about the baseball tradition at the school. I said, people, people know Simeon is like the traditional basketball school in the basketball powerhouse and i'm asking is 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 simeon a baseball powerhouse and can you tell the listeners a little bit about the baseball tradition at the school baseball tradition baseball tradition at the school is like it's so known you know you got some players from uh the team like trey bowler he's the uh son of coach db we got some pretty well known like basketball is good, but like baseball, I feel like more for like people go to more games for baseball, not really basketball that much. Wow, wow, man, that's that's dope to know. And so you at a uh, uh, West Inglewood uh, Middle School. What's your middle school that you're at right now? I'm at Learhunter Perkins. It's on 83rd and Hermitage. Okay, shout out, shout out to your middle school. But- 
Um, yeah. Yeah, some more things out there that you want to kind of tell the people. You got some inspirational things because I'm, like I said, I follow and I keep up with you when when it comes on the inspirational side. So, um, give, give give some words of encouragement and words of advice for maybe like the next generation of some some youth or some kid is going to see this video and say, man, who was this coach Turner was interviewing and what do we have to do? And, uh, what's going on? So I want you to kind of just, you know, what's some advice you can give guys out there as far as working hard and, and living out their dreams? Hang around the right people. Like, hang around the right people. That's going to get you to the next level. Like Coach DB and Coach Lacey, I wouldn't be the person I would right now if it wasn't for them being this, this smart and being the way I am now in baseball. And that, and don't get our worth. Don't get our worth is like, don't let anybody put in more work than you. Every time in the morning, I hit baseball. I know any nobody else is really doing that. Other people are just like in their bed, sleeping, probably on their phone, and maybe going to school. So I just want to be different from everybody else and always be different. Mm-hmm. Man, that's man, that's that's great to hear, man. Hear, hear from a from a wise 13 year old so man i appreciate your time because i know you got to get up in the morning man to hit those books for my listeners i want you guys to be grateful for every sunrise and thankful for every sunset so i appreciate your time and i get a get a chance to listen to on 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 the next episode so appreciate you appreciate you too for having me on here all right bet all right